Oh, oh, hello. Is this thing working? Is this on? Tap, tap, this tap. On? Is this on? That was, that was way louder than I thought it would be. Well, there you go. We got the original sound, the good sound in there. Yeah, we really did. Called Physical well, Comedy Alley. Look it up. Thank you. I, I'll, I'll be learning it. Don't worry. Don't, oh, don't yeah? you worry, little brain. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Vinyl Variety Podcast. Vinyl Variety Pod. Welcome back or welcome, depending on who you are, where you're from, all those fun things. Welcome back is like the biggest one, you know. Yeah. Since our undetermined hiatus that just happens sometimes. Oops. <laughs> Oops. You know, okay. sometimes people need a break. Yeah. <laughs> we needed space after we need our four-month space. Break. <laughs> <laughs> I looked back and it was like the folklore episode was obviously like right after folklore dropped. And then the next one was like last April. And then I was like, what's today's date? <laughs> September. <laughs> uh, don't ask. <laughs> We've been through a lot, you know, Sydney out here, uh, living her literal best life. Um, Sydney has a boyfriend now and I feel like that that has betrayed the podcast. I I betrayed a lot of people by, by having a boyfriend, Um, but you know, here we are doing the damn thing. (laughs) And here we are. Here we are. You're living your best life, but you're living your best life in other ways. Uh, Having a boyfriend is not the end-all be-all of happiness and contentment in life. (laughs) I like my boyfriend a lot. Let's not. (laughs) I know. I like him, too. He he responded to my Instagram story last night, and I was like, I trust your opinion a lot. And he was like, oh, thanks. Um, I did a poll about who's, like, asking whose people's favorite comedian was, and I was waiting for 90% of the answers to be John Mulaney. Um, and surprisingly, they weren't. Uh, I think everyone's kind of jumping off that train as we're watching that train wreck. Yeah, as like, so it hasn't wrecked yet, but we can see where the crash is going to happen. We can see where the tracks are broken up ahead. We see it. We see it. It's going to happen. And we're chugging along, and I think everyone's (laughs) just kind of like, oh, maybe I should (laughs) try something else. Maybe I shouldn't have a child with a woman that I met fresh out of rehab, even though I'm still recovering. Anyway, oh my god, did you see her tweet? Somebody today. It was a tweet back from December, and it was like wishing John Mulaney so much love. Um, as and you got this, blah blah blah. And so now everyone's like quote tweeting it, and like with their manifestations, it's like wishing Kate Upton so much love <laughs> on this journey, <laughs> and like the hopes of you know happy year later being with. That person. Oh my god, I'm gonna do that as soon as we get off this call. I'm gonna do it. Actually, I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but anyway, somebody said a comedian, uh, your boyfriend responded in regards to that comedian was like that guy sucks. Um, and I was like, well, actually, I trust his opinion more than I trust. <laughs> the person who said it so <laughs> wait, I think wait, I, comedian or you know don't uh, want to dimitri say. something dimitri martin yes that's that's the that's the one yeah <laughs> um okay i'm not gonna do this i'm gonna get too distracted uh but yeah um we've been doing things sydney's been working i've been working ali's been working um, b-u-t-t off i've been doing some things um I have a podcast that's also not this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's it called? Um, 
It's called Artisan Alley. If you want to hear from artists, it's an all-access pass. Your new favorite artist. Um, it sure we is. We talked to some really cool people, including a lot of people we've talked about on the show before. The Wildlife. Um, no Disco. Um, um, Real Friends. Real Friends. We, I got to talk to Dan from Real Friends, which made my whole emo heart happy. And then two weeks later, they announced Real Friends had a new singer. And I was like, well, now I got to get him. Oh, my gosh. Um, Real yeah, Friends it's has been, been like putting up bangers lately. Everything they really I have. Like, that EP is. I love it. So I don't even know the name yeah. of it, but. I think it's called Black, Teeth. The other one that's on there. Teeth is really good. Um. There's another one that got put out that I saw that I haven't listened yeah, to yet. I can't think um, of it, but I, one that's like, you're a liar, liar, liar. <laughs> that one is ultimate yeah. car jams. I know. Um, something that uh, I have noticed in the pop punk world a little bit Um there are some bands that are going the grayscale grayscale route don't get me wrong i love grayscale but they are like going more like indie rock and like losing a little bit of the pop scent pop punk sense which is kind of sad for me which is okay like do your thing i enjoy it um but then i listened to uh the band games we play i had them on my podcast um they have this song and there's crowd chants in it and i haven't heard good crowd chants in a song since like the wonder years i was gonna say that's early 2000 and the same with the band young culture they also have some like inner crowd chants in one of their tracks and i'm just like Thank you. Somebody's still wow. doing it. Somebody's still bringing me the pasta. <laughs> the pasta. I don't know why I turned into. I don't know why I turned into an Italian woman at that moment. You're an Italian um, woman at all times. So. Bapada boopity. Anyway, that's Boop my rant bapa. about. That. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about some new music? I'm ready to to dive right in. If you are. I feel like this was a perfect week for us to come back. As I we think were. it was too. We got some some big album drops from some of our faves. So mm, today's yeah. Friday. We're recording this on a Friday. So just context for New Music Friday and all the, all the fun things that have dropped. But we have the Casey Musgraves record, Starcrossed. We have the band Camino's um, debut self-titled album. Um, and then just a lot of little miscellaneous babies thrown in there. But those are the two big drops this week because it's their whole record not just singles yeah i mean do you want to talk about camino first yes let's let's talk about camine so i was confused because i i was their last ep self-titled so now it's the band camino self-titled ep and then also the album no so i was confused because i thought that their last ep was an album okay, um, yeah so that's why i was like wait is it Huh? Oh, it was called but Try the, Hard. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, the EP is called Try Hard, Try and the hard. album is called The Band Camino. Right. So Which that confused me. First of all, I was like, I don't know if it's because I, I don't know. I anyway. feel like uh, <laughs> so we what? No, go ahead. Allie, you're frozen. You said having a release. You're frozen. Hello? I can see you. I can kind of hear you. You can't see me? I can see Hello? you. Okay. Can you hear me? 
Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like having a release that's, like, you call it, like, it's self-titled, I feel like that is for people who, artists who, that's, like, their first drop of something. But they've released, like, three or four EPs, so it felt kind of weird for this to be self-titled. But, like, okay, go for it. I'm all here for it. Yeah, I mean, we got to hear a couple of the songs when we saw them in Nashville. So, like, we kind of had a glimpse into what we were going to get. And to be honest, I was kind of nervous when they announced they were going to do an entire album because, I mean, out of the three or four tracks that they did as singles prior to this week and, like, early last week, I think the other single was, um, they weren't what I remember as like the band Camino. And I know that's like, you know, stupid to say, cause it's like, Oh, bands always change their sound. Right. But, right. um, like roses was like very off kilter when they dropped it. I was like, Whoa, you don't that's like, like no, I don't, I like roses, but it's not in line to, you know, like Berenstein. Right. So, um, I mean, in the lyrics, like it, when did it get cool to be so sad? I know. <laughs> I know. Just, 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 <laughs> Just bear with me. And then all of a sudden I get to this album and I'm listening to it like front to bottom. And once we get to that like back half of the album, I like was like, oh, oh, they don't did it. They don't did it. They don't did it. I was very excited about it. Do you off the record? Do you have like a favorite song so far? I know obviously it's only been out for like a day. Yeah. Um. I really like first of all like I love Know It All. I like like I feel like that's very basic when you say because it is like one of their lead singles and I think it's one of the ones that has the most plays on Spotify of those tracks. Um, obviously like th- thus far, but I really like um, songs about you and specifically I I like this a song because it's just like a fun like sing song. Um, and I remember at the show looking at Jeffrey's mom. <laughs> and she was doing the finger thing. She's like, what? <laughs> and it just was like the cutest little wholesome, most like wholesomest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, but I do really like that song. I think it's good. Is And they talked about at the show one song of theirs that they played was like I've always wanted to write a song like Taylor Swift and it was that song. But I don't remember which song it was. Mm-hmm. Do you? I do not. I don't okay. even remember them saying that. If I'm honest, I was too. It was too in the moment. Too enraged. Too too engulfed in the moment. I feel that. That's okay. But I'm just curious. Let's get into that. Let's get into seeing them in in Nashville. Yeah. Um, for context, of what Allie just said about Jeffrey's mom. <laughs> um, so it was the night. The lineup was the Nightly, and then Valley, one of our favorite bands, and then the band Camino at the Ryman in Nashville. Um, so obviously we get there to see all three bands cause we're here to support, you know? Um, so the nightly plays and then we go out into the lobby to meet up with some friends and we get back and we're still waiting or then Valley plays, I think. And then between Valley and the band Camino, the girls next to us are yeah. like whispering and being weird and we had made friends with them so we like we're like what's what's the tea like what's happening (laughs) they're like whispering over us so it's like we have to know (laughs) yeah we're like in between them and 
um, the one girl was like, I think that the people in front of us are Jeffrey's parents. And she has already done some <laughs> major Instagram sleuthing. She's on like Jeffrey's brothers, cousins, grandma's dogs, Instagram to find the sister of the whatever, whatever. And so in front of us are two sets of parents. And so we finally figure out that the people right in front of us are Spencer's parents. But the people right next to Spencer's parents are Jeffrey's parents and Jeffrey's girlfriend. Um, yes. And I think it's a 10 out of 10 experience to go see a band with the parents right in front of you. Yeah, I was like, like, we, as we saw, like, the contrast of both. So Jeffrey's dad also, like, got up and, like, went to the back, <laughs> like, the last row of, like, the bottom row of the theater. And then... Uh, watching like Spencer's parents there was like two different vibes happening like Spencer's parents like that you could see that they were like yeah that's our son mm-hmm 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 and then Jeffrey's yeah. mom literally knew every single word to every fucking song even the ones that they had not released yet and it, like like I said it was just so wholesome and like you know no bad bad juju or anything at jeffrey's girlfriend she got up and left like halfway through the set i'm sure to go backstage and support from there but just like seeing his mom's pure joy of like how proud how proud she was of him absolutely great experience and i think that's how we like confirm that it's his mom because of all the unreleased songs that they were singing <laughs> like our album comes out literally next week and they're singing all yeah. these new songs that no one's heard and the, she knows every single word so we're like okay yeah, that, was... that's his mom <laughs> can confirm she was just so cute um and uh valley was great too um i hadn't seen valley before sydney has um and they played mm-hmm. their new song oh shit are we in love and that was just so good and big old fan big their valley crowd interaction with that was 10 out of 10 i really really liked it for a song that they had number one not put out before this is the second show they've second show that they had played back since like the pandemic right and on top of that it's wonder bus the day before right 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 so like the fact that they were able to like pull out and like do that very well like two shows in not even song out i think the song came out the day after or like two days after so. the show was on a yeah yeah it came out that wednesday and we saw the show on a tuesday yeah because it came out wednesday at noon or something yeah um what about you what, what was your favorite song of the album um i definitely think i think i like you is my favorite song so far obviously the more you listen to an album you know the more you fall in love with different songs but it just has such a disco feel to it and as we all know i'm obsessed with disco balls and the likes um so it was just really fun when they performed it live i looked at ali and i was like this is the one like this is (laughs) this is the moment that i'm here for um yeah i also also do like know it all as well um in listening to the album today fully through one of the lines says i'm sure you told him i was just somebody you used to know and my brain just (laughs) went like and i just started playing like <laughs> from somebody that I used to know by Gautier. Somebody that you used to know. 
And then um, I'm obviously on like music TikTok and I keep seeing all these trends of like songs that are 10 years old today. And it just got me thinking like how old is somebody that I used to know by Gautier and um, it just had its 10 year anniversary. So Man. Songs been in my life for a whole decade and it's still wow. one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I don't care how overplayed that song was. It was so fucking good. I love that song. That's such a revelation. I feel like that surprises me a lot. Does it? Um, yeah, I don't know why. I will say Just a Phase is also very good. Um, just Phase, Mom. Was, yeah, Just There's a Phase, never Mom. A phase. But I think this is like their frat boy phase. And I say this because there are two mentions of cigarettes. Obviously, one last cigarette. And then in what was the other song? I wrote it down. Damage. They mentioned like cigarette smoking. And I mean, this, I do not care. Do what you want. But it's so weird to hear that in a song in 2021. You know, like obviously you hear all this other shit, like getting high, like doing drugs, like whatever, whatever. But you rarely hear people say cigarettes anymore, which I thought was very interesting. And, um, Obviously, they're not marketing like, hey, kids, everybody go smoke some cigs. But like, it just sh- they're in their frat boy face. That's what it is. They're all just like fucking like getting high. Sorry, mom. Like all this stuff. And I'm just like, good for them. Like, this was a great album, I would say. I also think it's interesting that they're like cigaretting it up when like everyone's dueling, everyone's vaping. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing is like, could you imagine putting that one last jewel pod? <laughs> <laughs> That's my new single. That's my next new single. <laughs> One last cool pod. Da, 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 again. It's yeah, but again, what you're saying, like, One last cigarettes pod. are for, in my brain, cigarettes are for boomers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a valid point. I mean, unless you're drunk and you smoke one cigarette at the bar like that. Don't mind me. Huh? It's been a very long time since that is a point. I'm not pointing at you. <laughs> I'm just saying the general public has that often um, happenings. Uh, so I just thought that was an interesting because the second time I heard it, I was like, is this one? So I went through all the lyrics of all the songs. I was like, did I miss them saying cigarettes again? Like a third mention? You're it's like not even that controversial. Theme. Right. Speaking I'm just like, okay, obviously... <laughs> <laughs> the theme is like hanging out, partying, you know, getting over, getting under, like all this Ooh, stuff, which spicy. is great. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what would you rate the album? If you had to give a pitchfork review, what would your rate be? Well, I'm definitely not as brutal as pitchfork. Um, oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> I think I still need to listen to it more, but an off the bat listen number, given that a lot of them are like singles that have already been released, I'm going to give mm-hmm. it a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah, I would support that. I would say the same thing, probably. I think it um, only goes up from here. I don't think yeah. it goes down. Of course, yeah, because you get those songs and you're like, I want to hear it like over and over again. Um, I wish there was like one more like sad song. <laughs> Is that bad? Yeah, that's <laughs> like, one bad. more. Just like one more like. Just to listen to their old stuff. Well, I know, like I could, I could listen to "Crying Over You" or just like you know, you don't know, you don't know me. Like, but I, I just like wanted one sad song, like one more. "Crying Over You" is one of those just like the songs that like the title like is there to trick you, and I love it so much because you yeah. think it's gonna be like <laughs> about crying over someone when it's like I would rather do this and be crying, and it's. Uh, 
I love it. Right? Right. It's so good. (laughs) Chelsea Cutler, I think, is super underrated for what she writes and what she does. I would say so, too. She's on tour with um, Quinn XCXI 90-something. It's Alexander what? 23 and Quinn 90-something. Oh, 90 90-something. Yeah, it's 90-something. I don't know. I never was taught... Roman when I was right, in I didn't school. take Roman numerals. It wasn't my fine. foreign language, so I don't know the numeral <laughs> system. All it's I know fine. is Everything's that a D is five. That's all I got for you. Yeah. I know that one is one. Two yes. is two. Three is three. <laughs> when, like, one, a whole logo comes up, I'm like... Like, it's, yeah. this, this might as well be hieroglyphics. I don't know Literally. what you're saying. Just put the Literally. number. <laughs> Whatever. So... Uh, but I think it was a 10 out of 10 concert, oh, um, especially yeah. kind of being both of our like big first concert. I mean, it was really both of our second concerts back. Yeah. COVID, but it was our first concert back together, we which really has been a while. Concert back. Oh, my God. It's been so long. The last time was the 1975 at Florida Amphitheater, which is where your first concert back was, right? Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my, I guess we'll go on a tangent about concerts and for a minute here. Um, my lovely, wonderful boyfriend, um, we went to Tampa for the day <laughs> to go to the beach. And I was, we were sitting on the beach. He was like, I have something to tell you. And I was like, are you good? Like, are you okay? He was like, so I don't know if you're going to be, like, upset or anxious or I don't know. Um, he's like, but I bought us concert tickets to go see Kings of Leon tonight um, in Tampa. And I was like, why would I? He was, like, afraid I was going to be, like, upset about it. <laughs> um, and so we ended up seeing Kings of Leon that night um, with Cold War Kids was the opener at the Mid-Florida Credit Amphitheater. Um, it was all outside. We sat on, like, the upper lawn, you know, um, and it was just great to vibe. Kings of Leon is, like, one of my favorite bands, um, which makes me feel old because the crowd there was all <laughs> old. I was like, oh, I, Interesting. I didn't realize I was an older millennial right now. Um, but it was it was a really nice, just, like, chill first concert back, um, and I rather enjoyed that. The funny thing about that is, so Sydney's boyfriend DM'd me on Instagram prior to this and was like, "What? what's what's Sydney's thing, like, go to to wear to concerts? And the only thing I could come up with was her <laughs> chucks. <laughs> her chucks. Uh, and so he tells me this, and I'm a little butthurt. I'm like, man, that means me and Sydney's first concert's back isn't isn't going to be together. I was like, dang. <laughs> And then, and then in my head, it's like, you are so lonely. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm down. I'm so dramatic. It's fine. Um, he was but I so weird was really about funny. my shoes, too. So I just threw away my high top chucks. They were so disgusting. They were like holes ripped in every corner, every crack. And I had just gotten new ones. And so obviously I didn't want to wear them because they're brand new. They're white. He was like, just wear the shoes. Like, what if we go out somewhere? Just wear the shoes. And I was like, okay. <laughs> So I wore my, and I wore my my chucks to the show. Ten out of ten. Love that. Love that. What was your first show back? <laughs> Tell us about it. <laughs> Tell us about it. Come on. Um. So it was kind of an accident because uh, I was applying for photo passes, as you do. I wasn't really 
paying attention to what I was doing, to be honest. Um, I saw All Time Low, The Main and Grayscale, and I saw Virginia. I said yes. Now, me thinking the closest venue is about two hours away, not too bad. Like, I could do it. I could leave work and, you know, at a three three o'clock shift and three that end of shift at three o'clock leave be fine. So I, I do this. I forget about it. I get an email the day before the show and they're like, you're confirmed for all time low. And I'm like, holy fuck, I get to shoot all time low. The main in grayscale. I'm freaking out. So I'm like looking up like, OK, so like how what time would I have to leave work? And I was like, fuck, I got to call out of work because um, like the shift I would wouldn't have like even no matter where it was, I had to I got off at seven. So it's like I couldn't make it anywhere. Um, then I get to realizing that the show is not two hours away. It is four hours away. Um, so I had to drive to good old Norfolk, Virginia. I got a hotel, um, and went to the show, made a friend. It was great. Um, overall, it was really kind of good to see both all three of those bands because it was like my past favorite band, my all time, you know, favorite band. And then Grayscale has been a big favorite of mine currently. So it was just like a really great lineup to see. Um, and it was just so good. It was a little weird because, um, it was indoors and I was like not ready for all of that, but I kind of had to be, um, not everybody was wearing masks. I was wearing a mask. It was like a whole thing, but I survived. I got some great picks and it was a great lineup. I love that. Um, I was like one of the only people at my show when I went to Kings of Leon that was wearing a mask as well. So it's, so you were like the only person at your show wearing a mask really like you were one of like few people i was like one of few and um but it was overall a great time yeah <laughs> i love that much needed much needed concerts back hopefully there is more where that came from um i'm personally really loving the mandates from all these venues for you know most of the shows that i've seen that are either requiring vaccination with proof or negative covid tests within the last 72 hours yeah um I think I am also like the venues are great because obviously like these people want to stay in business and everything like that. I really enjoy it from the artists like Jack Antonoff, the king, has been very vocal about like, no, we're not playing any dumb shit on this tour. Like you want to be here. I want to be here. Like, let's do this like very well. Um, And there's also what? You know, what's funny about that. What? I was looking today. Um. I know my show is sold out um, Mm -hmm. and I'm probably not going anyways, but I was looking today regardless and I was on Ticketmaster and it was, I just typed in bleachers. I didn't type in like bleachers and then search for the Orlando show. So Mm -hmm. just showing me all the shows and almost all of them had in the bottom corner, a little red plus that said like health check health marker or something. And there wasn't one for the Tampa show. Oh, really? Which means they aren't requiring proof. They are requiring vaccines. And I was like, fuck, dude. Another reason not to go to dirty ass Tampa. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I think they are. I don't know if the I haven't been paying attention to the DC mask mandate, but I'm pretty sure it's still in effect. So even if like like jack weren't to be vocal about it and be like hey you guys should be wearing masks like you still have to in dc so like i i'm think i i still don't know if i'm gonna tell my tickets or not um 
But the other thing, I've seen videos of Harry Styles, like he's on tour and he's been like pointing at people to like pull your mask over your nose, like do your shit, which is like very encouraging, honestly. So I don't know. I just, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's talk about the other big hitter this week for New Music Friday, which is Casey Musgraves' fifth studio album, Starcrossed. How well, I mean, for those who don't know the background of Casey Musgraves in this podcast, um, <laughs> I hated Casey Musgraves for the longest time. Um, Sydney convinced me consistently, Allie, you need to listen to, I promise you, you need to listen. Golden Hour, so good. Like, I promise you'll like it. And I deflected that for so long. And then finally, one day, it clicked a switch. I flipped a switch, and I love that woman dearly. <laughs> um, So I was very excited for this album to come out because it was my first album, like being a fan of hers. And we, while we were in Nashville, we went to the Country Music Hall of Fame and checked out her little exhibit, um, which was fascinating, beautiful, wonderful, amazing, incredible. Um, So I was very excited for this album to come out. Me too. Obviously been a Casey fan for for quite some time. I've only given it one listen through so far. Um, I don't have Paramount Plus, so I have not yet seen the full length feature film that is her three part, you know, before the divorce, during the divorce and after the divorce that supposedly this album kind of revolves around that storyline for her divorce to country star Rustin Kelly, who I love. Um, You're not allowed to anymore. No, I I (laughs) love him even more, if I'm honest. Um, But if I'm honest, I'm not really impressed yet. Um, Again, I haven't seen the video, so maybe that would, like, change my mind. But listening to the songs, it just, it felt pretty lackluster to me. It felt like all of the thought that went into this record went into how the record would look versus how the record would sound and at the end of the day you are a musician and so I think the music should trump the look Um, and I don't feel like that happened here and it's a little sad I mean, I think that's a fair assumption. Um, and I will say, like I said earlier, like I listened to both Casey Musgraves and Van Camino's last night. I gave both one listen and then I went to bed and then I like obviously did more listening this morning. And I did have to repeat the back half of Casey's album like twice or three times um, because I simply couldn't remember them to the fact that like it took me a couple listens to realize that she had an entire song in Spanish. Like, <laughs> it took me a little bit to realize that, um, which is stupid. Um, and then I mean, when not beyond her, like on her Christmas album, she has I mean, she sings Feliz Navidad and very much in Spanish. But I was like not expecting an entire song. <laughs> um, and like the fact that I really didn't take that, like, like it didn't hit me until like three listens in. And I was like, what? Wait a second. <laughs> um, I thought it was really funny, but. Um, after I, I would estimate three listens of the album, I realized that it was on Paramount Plus. I get Paramount Plus for free, so I went and watched it. Um, 
and I feel like it gave the songs another life, in my opinion. Um, and I will say that, so when Cindy and I were talking about this, I explained that it does talk about the pre, during, and post breakup, um, which is true. Um, but I think that the, <laughs> the movie, um, I do think it does give the songs another life. It does give them that visual aspect and like an additional like meaning. But I, there is no... <laughs> the the movie is very weird. Um, there are lots of things happening. And Dan Levy's... Or not Dan Levy. Eugene Levy's in it. <laughs> for about 45 seconds. Um, there's a lot of weird cameos. Princess Nokia, um, Simone from Drag Race, um, Victoria Proletti from You, um, and then um, average blogger, TikToker, or whatever her name is, who I can't fucking stand. Average um, fashion blogger. Also I can't, I'm sorry, I can't stand mom. her. I love TikTok. She makes me want to scroll 3,000 things down my for you I need to know why. I'm just simply, like, not bothered by her. She bothers me endlessly. Endlessly. I could go on and on. I don't know why this woman just drives me nuts. Anyway, besides the point, um, there are multiple storylines happening that aren't clear, and... I guess they do run into each other in certain ways, but, like, it doesn't make sense. And, like, it does, but it doesn't. Like, I, it's a weird combination of lots of things happening and lots of aesthetic differences. And, like, it's very weird. Like, you just have to watch it. <laughs> um, but I will. I watched her interview with Stephen Colbert, um, and she mentioned that she wrote and, like, created these ideas while undergoing therapy with medicinal mushrooms. So okay. I, d- Interesting. I don't quite know if that's quite why it's so uh, bizarre and out there, <laughs> but it's, it's quite a reason. It's quite a reason. <laughs> it sure is. I don't know. It just eh. the one like visual I did see so far was um, she released the Simpler Times music video, and I watched that before we got on the call here, um, and a lot of it felt like aesthetically it felt like something i've seen before and i don't know like what or where when or why or how but it was like i feel like i've seen this before not in like the world of casey musgraves but like elsewhere so it was like Mm -hmm. a little icky and then also when they like go out behind the mall to get the bags from the girl in the like car that's waiting the girl that's like in the car waiting for them who like just wants to be like a part of their group is like a bigger woman and Casey and all her friends in the music video are all like very skinny women and it just had really big fat phobic vibes to me and I (laughs) really didn't like it I really it just like immediately I was like oh no I'm uncomfortable I just didn't love it yeah and so that part like leads into like I mean spoiler alert but like not really spoiler alert because it doesn't make us make any sense um they do like a cutaway of like that girl in the car like on tv how she's like a big weapons dealer and like all this stuff and then that was it you never see her again (laughs) okay Uh, yeah and like oh the whole thing is like and that was the end of that. The, there is, like, one revolving, like, set of characters that aren't even characters. They're just, like, there behind Casey um, that do kind of, like, make the transitions into the different realms, I, I would say. Um, 
anyway besides the point the album alone um it is like very mellow there's not like there's like maybe two or three maybe two like bangers but if you would call them bangers um which is interesting but i don't know did you have like a song that really stood out to you that you liked a lot with only one full listen through, I don't know that this is like a for sure favorite so far, but I did like Breadwinner. I thought okay, that was yeah. a solid track. And I will say that is not one that's the movie. <laughs> it no, like plays on like a radio or something, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, um, none of these songs feel like radio singles to me we'll see i guess yeah i mean obviously the album came out but she also released simpler times as a single today i think simpler times could make it as a single if i'm honest we'll see i guess (laughs) um so i would say i really like justified i think that it like from like a pre like post and during like breakup song or like the whole album is like that but i think this is like a perfect post breakup song like simple as that like i think it's like like i I wrote on the notes i was like it's big pisces energy like it's like if i cry just a little and i laugh in the middle it's just like let me feel my emotions let me cry let me laugh let me feel like a bad bitch like let me have all these things like i deserve it like i just went through this shit let me live laugh love let me live laugh love gaslight gatekeep and girl boss this shit like (laughs) let me do it um and like i think that's why it is like one of my favorite songs because i wish i had that song like however whatever last time i went through a heartbreak i wish i had that song because i thought it was so good um but i also really liked um what doesn't kill me and um (laughs) there's one line in it that obviously like for a reason stands out it's golden hour faded black bitch that line did stand out to me too drama dare you say that the drama you (laughs) you've made me want this golden hour but you told me it faded black (laughs) the drama tragic (laughs) so those are my thoughts on the album I liked it. Um, I looked at the pitch before reviews because I was curious. Um, ever since, which we'll get into in a little bit, um, I saw the Laney pitch fork review. I've been like looking back at past albums <laughs> I really like. And so Golden Hour, for reference, has an 8.4. Um, and Starcross got a 7.7. If you're wondering. <laughs> that, that feels high to me, but. Really? Yeah, I mean, I just really don't like it right now. <laughs> Sydney, listen to it. Okay, listen. Keep listening to it. And let me get back to me. I feel I'll like you're gonna like guess, it. If, Maybe um, we need to get your boyfriend to break up with you, and then you need to listen to it. <laughs> get him on the phone. Let him know. Okay. I had to text Excuse him in me. the middle of this because he gets off work at six, and he calls me when he gets oh. off work, and so I was like, "Wait, don't call me. Don't call me." <laughs> I was like, "I'll call you later. Please don't call." Sir, sir, break up with her for forty-five minutes um, so she can listen to this album. Um, but then remember to break up with her November nineteenth. I was let, let's say, say November eighteenth. <laughs> you need to break up with me now, or to break up with me when the ten-minute all too well comes yeah. out. <laughs> I just need to have this ten-minute moment with. Sydney and then you can get back together with her 
So. But ask me a convincing breakup. I'll let him know. <sighs> I'll, I'll DM him. We'll do a secret thing. <laughs> <laughs> you have to break up with her and just, like, never let her drink PBR again. And then... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and then you get back together and then you can. Don't worry. Don't worry. We both follow PBR on Instagram. Side tangent here. Um, mm-hmm. And so we, like, send each other this stuff all the time. Like, this, <laughs> they have so much merch. It's honestly hilarious. Like so the, the, I very much am under the impression we will both be getting each other just a garbage amount of PBR merch for Christmas oh this my God. year. Is he going to listen to this? <laughs> Probably. He's too he's too supportive, Allie. God damn it. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, you? I feel like he knows, you know? But he doesn't know what I'll get him, so I won't say that. That's okay. I support him. I like him. I enjoy him. Um... <laughs> I, I didn't say that sarcastically, by the way. I really meant that. Um, he gave he gave me a whole fucking crowler of fucking seventeen thirty percent alcohol. Of course, I like him. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh god, what was? Oh, I was gonna say like the hot mulligan merch. Yes, basically, yeah. So. So I'm not going to lie. I almost bought two and I was like, this shirt's expensive. I'll just give it to Sydney. And then I looked at it. I was like, fuck, I'm going to keep it. (laughs) You still might get it. I don't know. I've only worn it once. (laughs) We'll see, I guess. We'll see if it ends up under your Christmas tree. Uh, (laughs) But um, yeah. What else? Pitchfork reviews. Pitchfork reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So, what is Lainey's album even called? GGBBXX? How do you pronounce XX? So let's set the scene. We both, and I say this as a blanket term, so correct me if I'm wrong, we're very big Lainey fans. I think Self Titled was incredible. And I don't mean that in like a a review way. I just really liked it. I think there was lots of bops on it. Lots of bangers. Um, I really liked it. Um, And I'm sure Sydney could say the same thing. Um, And will say the same thing. But um, in recent years, they've kind of dwindled in my eyes. And I can imagine for you. Right. I think when you say we are big Laney fans, I think for me, it's past tense <laughs> I said we, did I not say we were you said we are oh no I meant we were <laughs> let's be yeah. clear we were yeah pa- past tense it's the whole thing that you know we've you know said this a thousand times and we'll say it a thousand more times good art takes time and if you're rushing through it if you're just putting out single after single and record after record it's the value of the content you're producing will diminish your fan base will diminish because it's no longer quality that you're putting out. You're putting out quantity. Yeah. And everyone knows quality over quantity all the time. And so they, I mean, they say this in the article as well in the pitchfork article article, it's their second album within a year um, and the last album wasn't good either. So what no. made you think you could rush out another one? And what was the, what? Did, why did you need to rush out another one? Right. Are they that broke? No. <laughs> I I something that really stood out to me in that article. 
so pitchfork did a review they got a 4.1 um and obviously they have to like go through like this is who laney is blah 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 um and quote laney is less of a band more of a shutterstock image of what a band nowadays might be oof I quote too from the article that I just it was like a stab in the chest not to me because it's not about me but it says quote the blandness might be more forgivable if these guys didn't seem so insufferable oh my god and then they go into like a lyric from that bit where oh my god what was the lyric because have you listened to the album I have not no I have no intentions on it. They quote songs a couple of times. One was like, you're more Paris, Texas than Paris, France. And then the guy writing the article, um, or girl, I'm not sure, it's Danny, um, Danny Bloom, who wrote the article, is like, if that's a compliment. (laughs) Here's the, after after you said that, um, uh, insufferable to hear Lainey tell it, the world against them is against them, and they are too nice to women, too sensitive and long-suffering. Their incessant gripes are feet of passive aggression, and in quotes, um, which is a quote from the song DNA, sorry I call again when you don't pick up and tell you you're beautiful, but probably too much. Bitch, call me beautiful all the time. Ugh. That just sounds like... Like it almost, I want to say incel, but I don't know if I mean it that harshly. It's just super gaslighty. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's, Lainey has given me the ick for a while, which is why I think I have kind of faltered away from. Yeah, I think in general. When I saw them live, it was summer of 2018, I think. Um, I really liked the show. It was great. Um, I thought a few things were a little cringy, but that's fine. I looked past it. And then they started the album cycle for the next record. Um, And I just got like major, major ick. And then I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just listen to it. It's fine. But then like all of these like, like allegations started popping up, which this really like with this bad review and like all this stuff has really made me start thinking like, why have they not been canceled yet? Like, truthfully, like, I know the cancel culture, like, we've had this conversation on the podcast before, and, like, cancel culture can be, like, so, like, a a divisive thing, and it's just, like, do you, like, where do you draw the line between art and, like, um, like, opinion and stuff like that, but I think this is beyond that, um, when people have been, like, assaulted and, um, like, on record, like, saying, like, all these things, and there's literally receipts, like, why have they not been canceled yet, you know? Yeah, I think it's hard because it's it's not the thing of it's it being like one person in their organization for back of a lack of a better word. Yeah. Like you look at the Ben Camino and you have their former bass player who mm-hmm. has all these allegations and they kicked him out swiftly, promptly and put out a statement and said, we don't condone this. See you later. Yeah. Never talked about him again. Yeah. Um, but with Lainey looking through, um, there's this on Twitter, there's this document that, is basically tracking like all of the allegations to kind of keep it in the centralized location. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's not a document; it's a dissertation. Like honestly, it's, it's hefty. It's lengthy, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's it's about everybody in that organization. It's about mm-hmm. the players in the band. It's about their techs. It's about their managers. It's about every photographer. Yeah, and it's like, so when it does it's, not miss. There's no accountability because everyone is doing something 
shady and doing something irresponsible and doing something icky. I don't, it's bad. (laughs) Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's surprising to me that they're still around and that people Mm -hmm. aren't condoning it more I'm not they have like no women on their team either it's like when your fan base is mostly women like eh. yeah it's there's been a lot of like other podcasts who've talked about this and like um I'm thinking specifically girls behind the rock scene they covered this as immediately after it came out um with this upcoming tour like Paul shared this image of wristbands that they would be selling that um where be like find a friend like here's the bracelet like find your friend first of all as a safety point in any any prospect like why the fuck would you share a wristband that you, you like essentially saying this person is alone Right. When your fan base is like 16 and 22 year olds. Yeah. Right. Right. So for like, uh, there's a TikTok by girls behind the rock scene. It's uh, GBTRS. That is just like really great at explaining why this is wrong in so many aspects. And then also kind of like hints at that Google doc. Um, but it's like the issue right now with that, them is number one, there's no women on their team. So none of them have like, any aspect of where that's coming from with that specific thing nobody's holding them fucking accountable because all of them are fucking shitheads apparently apparently yeah apparently (laughs) apparently Um, yeah it's just not good like i remember in the probably not even pr for this album but for the last one because they're so Mm -hmm. close together at this point there's a pr photo video of paul Butt ass naked, holding a bouquet oh God. in front of his junk. Yes, in front of like the Greek in LA. That was for this album. And like your oh fans are literal minors. Like this is incredibly oh inappropriate. As a twenty five year old woman, I'm so uncomfortable by this. Like and he's thirty two. Let's 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 put that in reference. He's, he's thirty two years old. I think he's thirty three now. But oh, thirty yeah. fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's uncomfy. It's a little, it's a wee bit uncomfy. A wee bit. Yeah. Ugh. But I, so mind you, I have not listened to the album. I didn't know it came out. I didn't know anything about it. Um, and I saw that Pitchfork review and I sent it to Sydney three, three sentences in. <laughs> I was like, oh, she needs to read this. It was a, it was <laughs> a good, a good laugh. It was, it's a quite a good laugh. Um, so I just think it's interesting. Um, I'm curious if I had to like guess what's going to happen with them. I think that eventually they are going to get like quote unquote canceled. And then Paul is just going to reform under a different name. Well, if you remember when Lainey first started, because Paul mm-hmm. was like a model before this, his plan, his vision for Lainey was that it was a five year venture and then he would move on to the next thing. We're coming up on that five-year mark if we've not already passed it. So interesting. why are we still a band? Why are we still hanging out? Which I guess is like probably so-, so he can milk the cash cow before he gets right. out. Or it was his cop-out if they didn't make it in five years. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I But if I had to guess like that, that's where my money would go. I'm curious if like... Because obviously like him and Dua Lipa dated. Um, if she would ever take a stance on it 
Well, I don't know how much she was like involved with it because, you know, I'm very much under the impression that their relationship was a PR stunt. But his ex, Nicola, I think is mm-hmm. her name. Um, she's liked a lot of those tweets about allegations against him. So tell me what that says, you know? Ooh. That's what it tells me. And uh, and uh, so, wow. eh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A little gross. A little don't gross. listen to it. So we're not we gonna... Yeah, we're not gonna. Don't plan on it. Um, I did when those first couple singles came out. Um, I did listen to them to be honest, and I did like one of them, and then I promptly unliked it on Spotify. <laughs> or I see you later. Sometimes I do things like that I shouldn't have, but you know. <laughs> here I am speaking out against it. Good job. Proud of you. Um. We haven't done this in a while. You want to do song of the week? Yeah, this has felt like a really critical episode. So let's let's yeah, get back let's to the lifting shit. The songs that we're really vibing with right now. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, I really feel like I should start writing down where I find songs because I never remember by the time we come around to this and I'm going through my like songs on Spotify. Um, but there's this song called Mexican Holiday by Tim Ayer, A Y R E. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really nice. It's really vibey. <laughs> it just makes me... It's like a, definitely like a road trip song. Like, hand out the window, driving down the 101. <laughs> that kind of vibe. The Pacific um, Coast Highway. I don't yeah. know. I've never heard this song. The Pacific Northwest. Pacific. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not that again. Sleepy <laughs> Um, But it's, it's really good. I've been listening to it a lot. Um, it's definitely up there in my... You know, just good vibes, songs, having a good time. Yeah. I love that. I'll have to check it out. I've not heard this. You haven't been sending me songs, and that hurts me. I'm really sorry. If I'm honest, I really haven't been, like, listening to a ton of music lately. I've been in this, like, weird rut funk. Also, I was listening to Lord's album on repeat for months on end. So, well, I guess not months because it hasn't been out for months, but... All I've been listening to is Lord, and no one likes that album as much as I do, apparently. So literally, you wrote that on the thing, and I was like, "Fuck, I haven't listened to it again." I listened to it once, and I was like, "Me." I took it off because I was like, "It's fine, it's fine." But Domino's. <laughs> Did you see me by... listening to it on Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> but Domino's by Lord off of Solar Power. That song is like the ultimate serotonin boost. It like scratches part of my brain that I didn't know existed. That song makes me so incredibly happy. <laughs> that's beside the point what is your song of the week alexandra um mine is a little ditty from a band called 90s kids um oh um plug if you want to listen to my interview with them sir um anyway uh it's called friday nights in october and um the thing that 90s kids does really well is they put your nostalgia in a bubble and uh, Valley does this very well, too. I would compare them to Valley in that way. Is like you listen to it and it feels very nostalgic, but also it's new, you know? Right. And this song, like, has bottled up, <laughs> like... Like, if you could put the smell of a campfire, the brisk... <laughs> I'm serious, I'm serious, I'm serious. You're going to get off the call and listen to it and be like, fuck, you're so right. Okay, um, okay. The smell of a campfire, the warmth of a shacket, um, and the like... The warmth of a what? A shirt jacket. Have you not seen these shackets? I've, they, I've They're like I've thicker never... flannels, essentially. 
like thick flannels. A shacket. That sounds a like a shirt, if I'm honest. Oh Shut up. So, okay, hear me <laughs> out. The warmth of a campfire, or the smell of a campfire, the warmth of a shacket, and then, like, the feel of, like, thinking you're in love, you know? Like, I mean that in, like, a very high school way. You know, like, you see that person. Like, for me, it was like, there was this one guy who I swear to God I was in love with this man May, did not have long conversations with him but just like thought I was in love with him but they put that in a song and it's called what Friday Nights in October <laughs> Friday Nights in October by 90s Kids yes and I'm telling you like I have never like had all of those emotions in like one listen of a song and it's just such a good it's like a very fun song and it just makes me like want to like run outside and like crunch on leaves um but not in a cheesy way like it's not a cheesy i mean i guess it is a little bit of a cheesy song but not a bad one <laughs> it's okay. very good i like it a lot that's my song of the week that's my well, tangent i'm glad too. that a band called 90s kids has kind of their grip around that nostalgia feeling if they, <laughs> they didn't do it very well feelings they do it very they well have a couple songs that i really do like i know it's a little bit older but body language by 90s oh kids. yeah fuck up I've, is good too fuck up yeah okay, okay. Uh, i'm trying to remember how it goes fuck fuck i fucked I'll up listen to it it's fine yeah so we'll listen to Friday nights. Fender later do it do it do it <laughs> so that's that's us that's us that was a lot <laughs> it was welcome welcome back friends we'll be back now i think i think so too we've established that we do want to do this again <laughs> <laughs> we had that conversation we defined the relationship guys we defined a relationship and we've talked about it and um the other thing is like i just miss talking about music with sydney truthfully Ugh, me too it's really making me like get outside my zone again get back into music <laughs> exactly um and i think that's that's where we're at um i whenever we post this listen to it the two weeks later what week and a half week the, the alternating week later again right <laughs> <laughs> monday we'll not next monday the monday after that listen to that listen to yes. it uh-huh, that's, uh-huh. yeah yeah that's the thing well thanks guys Follow us on Instagram. There's that, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We'll be doing that, I think. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's been great. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been fun. It just hasn't been real, friends. R.I.P. Well, they're back. We love them again. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. I forgot how to do the outro. It's fine.